E3 2016 is happening. Kind of Funny is going all out with Let's Plays and Reaction videos all week long. Subscribe now at youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to not miss a thing. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of PSI Love You XOXO E3 2016 edition. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. It's good to be with you today, Greg. It's good to be mm. here with you today as well, Colin. Uh, over there, the pure one, Tim Geddes. We did it. You, we, we did it. We ladies did and gentlemen, it. we it, saved the bandicoot. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> wow. if you're catching this on YouTube, if you're catching this on a podcast service of your choice, we are recording this immediately following live following uh, the E3 press conference 2016 for PlayStation. We have not had a chance to talk to each other about it. We literally stopped watching the conference, clicked over to this. We are live on Twitch as we record it. Kevin is running around getting everybody water. What a fucking... Conference. Remember when you Perfect. were before the conference when you're like Tim, like don't hype yourself up. Like they, what what would be the year of dreams? This Greg, this is what that is. When year you were saying you, two. year of dreams two, it had been a rumor, and I was trying to bring. Why are we already talking about dreams two when dreams down. hasn't even been released? Because yeah. we already know Media Molecule is a proven brand, son. They can get anything off the ground. Holy fucking hell! The ten out of ten. I don't think there's any arguing it, Colin. No, I mean that's a that's, that was a fantastic conference. What I tweeted out just now was that. It, <laughs> I mean, not, not, I wasn't able to elaborate like this much because there's a character count, obviously, on Twitter, is that this reminds me a lot of the PlayStation 4 versus Xbox One fight, where Xbox One is doing really well. Yeah. But PlayStation 4 is just doing so much better that everyone forgets that Xbox is doing well. Sure. Now, when I saw the Microsoft press conference today, I was like, that was a fantastic conference. That's going to be a hard one for Sony to beat. Yeah. Sony definitively beat Microsoft. Yet it doesn't take away from the greatness of their conference, yet no one's really going to be talking about that conference now. Everyone will be talking about Sony's conference. So it's, it's a little nice little analog there Yeah. Um, but in, in the situations whatever, because clearly Sony just just took its dick out and just smacked everyone in the face with it for, I don't know, I don't 70 know. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have lasted for way longer and I would have been fine with that. The brilliance of it is that it didn't oh, last yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they opened the. They opened with five exclusives. They opened with five exclusives. Very little talking. Notice that, unfortunately, no Shuhei Yoshida. But we didn't even see any any of the usual cast of characters that we see. No, with the exception of Sean Andrew and House Andy. and and Sean, and that's it. Yeah, and which is which Hideo is Kojima. and Hideo. But in terms of executives, I know exactly me. Dude, that shit was like watching. I tweeted this, but it's like watching uh, movie trailers before a movie. There's no one talking. It's just thing, thing, thing. But you haven't seen any of those trailers before, and they're all fucking awesome. And there's a live orchestra behind the entire thing. Yeah, really. Oh my god, the the fact that they had that through the entire show. Yeah, so impressive. Yeah, no, raising the bar. I. It was literally they came out of the gate, pedal to the metal, and didn't stop. And there was no catch your breath moment. People Call of Duty wasn't even there, like in in the the real way of like the we're gonna make a big opening yeah. or closer to right. it. They but when they did whatever. show it, that it looked, looked awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Limited limited um, third party stuff, big third party games. Most of the third party stuff was contingent on VR. We don't yeah. know if a lot of these are PSVR exclusives or whatever. Um, but that like with these, I mean, I'm counting. Uh, let's see, just two. Three third-party games, maybe there the entire game, like the entire that would most definitely be on multiple multiple platforms. Sure. I mean, Resident Evil Seven is obviously gonna be on multiple platforms. Lego, Lego, Lego Star Lego Wars, Wars. Uh, is gonna be on multiple platforms, etc. So yeah, um, I thought that it was super strong. What I was really quite 
interested in was that all of the first party games really appealed to me mm-hmm. in different ways. Uh, God of War. Yeah, I let's, like start, they, well, let's just go chronologically like sure. we do on the games cast. So we'll start with God of War. God uh, of War looks awesome. Yes. Um, clearly a reboot. Yeah, it's, I, I, I like that they named it God of War. I awesome thought this choice. was when we had heard rumors of the Norse god Kratos. I assumed, okay, some kind of continuation. He bled, fell off the platform, and now he has to get pulled back into it. New voice actor. Still an angry Kratos to an extent. I like the fact Not that as angry. they started. Like it's kind of an element of the story. They toyed with it, right? That he starts to get mad at his son and his smart rage meter fills in. And then it dissipated to kind of give you, okay, he's coming back down. And then when he needed to, he was able to unleash it. But new voice actor, new setting. Beautiful. Obviously, mm-hmm. we expect mm-hmm. that from Sony Santa Monica. But beautiful in a more realistic way, if that makes sense. And a more grounded than yeah, what God cartoony. of War had been. Yeah, God of War was always very cartoony. This one, grounded, looking beautiful, looking very, very snazzy. I am interested to see what how this all plays out in terms of they, they popped up twice in the demo or maybe it was a third time actually I saw it knowledge gained you saw yeah. how to do this you got knowledge gained plus 50 you know I don't know what that's going to play into if there are RPG mechanics in it if you're, if you're leveling out I mean obviously God of War has always been about getting the the red souls or whatever pouring it back into other things upgrading your weapons that way but how it'll work <laughs> in this one very very fascinating what do you got for me Colin? CEO Kazurai the great yeah. Twitter account the fake Twitter account that, that everybody that, always thinks is real now the press conference is over the orchestra is staying to play music for the PS Vita funeral <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I thought that the combat in God of War gave me shades of Dark Souls, Demon Souls kind of thing. Of mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, God of War is ha, 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 get in there, slash, slash, slash. You take some damage, no big deal. This one was about a little more deliberate. Yeah, here I'm gonna slash the big guy, roll back, try to dodge his attacks, come in, attack, get out, come back in, get back out. I like yeah. that. I like that it's still. It looks like God of War to an extent, not visually necessarily. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, so I've you know I I beat God of War one and two and played a lot of God of War three uh, and a little bit of Ascension. And God of War never spoke to me, not from a gameplay level, but because Kratos sucks. He's a terrible character. So there's no emotional resonance at all. I don't care about Kratos. I don't yeah. care about anything he's doing. It's a, it's a spectacle for the consoles. It's a, it's a technical spectacle. That's what those games have always been. And it doesn't take away from them being fun. It just means that I never looked forward to a God of War game. And with this, it seems like the design mantra is totally different. It looks like it's going to be like Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, because you walked in, yeah. it was new area discovered. And it said new area discovered. It seems like it's not going to be an open world, but it's going to be areas connected to each other, kind of like Dark Souls. Um, so it seems like it's gonna be like that. There is an, a leveling system of some sort and an upgrade system of some sort. Not a huge surprise. Yeah. Um, so uh, obviously taking something out of what looks like North Norse mythology, which was the rumor. Yelled about and, Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, I think God of War looks fantastic. Um, super excited to play it. Interested in uh, my assumption is that they I mean, at the end, they, they confirmed just in development for PS4. I assume that God of War must be a 2017 game. I don't think in any way it's this year. I don't think anyone expected that it was going to be this no. year. But 2017, I think, is a safe bet for that. And mm-hmm. I think it looks really cool. And old Kratos coming out of the shadows in the beginning, even though I'm, I'm, I don't resonate with that character, that 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 character at all. Yeah. And I know you feel the same. We've talk, been talking about yeah, this of for course. years and years, you and I. Uh, he just it was no cool range. to see him a different Kratos. Yeah. And that they do kind of play with the, like you said, play with the temper tantrums that he throws uh, with a little meter. And I'll be interested to see how that plays into the story. Of course. Uh, then next, it was finally the Sony Ben logo. We've been waiting, it seems like, decades for to come across the screen and mean something again. Uh, not <laughs> dead don't ride anymore. Now days gone, you assume that there was a changeover somewhere at yeah. that point. Do you think that was forced or do you think that was always the plan? Uh, w- what, the the name change? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I had heard about this game a long time ago. Right. And... Uh, we like have heard the name Dead Don't Ride thrown around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the Days Gone IP, I think, was trademarked not too long ago. And I don't think anyone necessarily assumed that this was going to happen because the everyone was so married to the Dead Don't Ride rumor. Yeah. That had been floating around for at least a few months now publicly 
that um, you know you assume that that was going to be the name of the game. I think this is a better name. Although I don't, there's a lot of people that hated the name Dead Don't Ride. I think that's an interesting name too, and you can see where it came from. Sure, they're um, motorcycle club. But I clearly. think the game looks cool. Uh, no, the game looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Let's take, we'll take uh, Days Gone as one chunk, the initial reveal, and then, and then the then ending, yeah. the end stinger they had where they actually played through it. Uh, Sam Witwer, the star of the game, clear as day. Love Sam. He's a great actor. I'm excited to see him starring in another video game. I, I from the moment we had ever heard about this game, I like the idea of this motorcycle club still trying to be banded together during this apocalypse. It looks mm-hmm. like as you saw the quarantine, the razor wire, the whole intro to it or whatever. I love the, what you're seeing there. And then when you got to the actual action of it, of going through getting the oil canister, using that as your suppressor going in that first horrible little golem creature to then hundreds of zombies that did look so awesome pouring out of that thing like World War Z. That was intimidating. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought it looked great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's certain weird there's certain weirdness about what we saw. I mean, uh, you know he uses the suppressor but the guy is he's like yelling at the guy sure um i like that he took the suppressor as like the oil filter or whatever he took the suppressor out of the truck and put it on his pistol but it didn't it totally it didn't make any sense so right. there's like little things like that also he had an unlimited amount of ammunition for that assault rifle he was reloading it but like how many bull, how many hundreds of bullets yeah. did he just shoot you so was, there's little things like that where i'm like Neh. but you understand that's an e3 demo sure that also, was totally because like when we're playing it's going to be run 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 don't turn around and shoot the fucking mm-hmm. thousands of zombies i also think that the, the i mean i think it was obvious the ai was turned off as well yeah. um there were certain times where he they just ran by him or just didn't attack him so no, you know that's that's what happens. I'm not making fun of him. I, I, you know, we like the guys at Ben, and I'm I've been super excited about Ben's game forever. Yeah. Um, this is the game I'm most curious about. Uh, again, no release date, so I was wrong about it being a fall game. It seems like the Last Guardian will indeed be the fall game. Yep. Um, note also that another fall game, Gran Turismo, was shown in the sizzle reel, but it wasn't actually showcased, which I thought was strange. Um, yet I don't mind because I don't care about Gran Turismo, but yeah. a lot of people do. As I've said before, Gran Turismo Five, best-selling PS3 exclusive. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, Gran Turismo is one of those games. It's like EA with the Madden stuff. Where we always say, "Oh, it's for the investors or whatever." Well, Gran Turismo is for the people that are going to buy Gran Turismo. But I think Sony this conference was just like, "No, we're making this for the the asses out there." Yeah, and that's insane, man. They they really nailed it. I thought it was interesting that a lot of the games kind of have a very similar visual look to them now. Like when God of War and uh, Days Gone and all that stuff. They all kind of have that. We're in the woods. Horizon. And Horizon yeah, yeah, as no, well. Yeah, they totally did. Um, it's, it's just interesting. Beautiful games, all of them. Someone on our Twitch chat called out the fact, why, God damn it, Sony, why do you keep making these games and why are you so good at them? You know what I mean? It's one of those, sure, I'm sure if you're an executive at Sony, you're looking at the slate of games, you're seeing all these things and you're like, all right, that's cool, but I wish they didn't look that way. But if when they're that good, they're that good. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I've told you this is PS. I love you. XOXO. Remember, this is the number one PlayStation podcast. It posts every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, along with podcast services around the globe. And right now we are streaming it live on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you don't watch us there, go ahead and click the follow button. So, you know, whenever we go live like we do every day at 11 a.m. with Colin and Greg live uh, while we have the moment, I'm going to drop in an ad. How about that, Tim? Mm-hmm. Go for you it. Get these ads for us. Now, this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box for epic geek and gamer pop culture items and gear. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure you head to LootCrate.com PS and enter the code PS to save $3 on any new subscription. Uh, this month, it's all about pop culture. Pop culture is full of brave new worlds and societies in flux that don't always turn out for the best. June's theme will be exploring some of the ways things can go wrong with dystopia, dystopia, dystopia. Featuring classics like Roboclock, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and The Matrix. And new favorites like Bioshock Infinite Fallout 4. We've got a figure, cool collectibles, and of course, a dystoporific 
monthly tea. I'm no gonna make sure you feel, get it. You know how I feel about you that. You love one. it. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, Jackie T, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash PS and enter the code PS to save $3 on your new subscription today. So then, yes, next up was The Last Guardian. Exactly what I think we needed. A mm-hmm. short little trailer. Here's the game. There's two cat dogs. See you on October 26th, everybody. Might have shown too much, I think, in the you trailer. You think so? I don't think we need to see the second cat dog, because it's like, that. that's the story. That game is about those moments, so it's like, I feel like we didn't need that. Give us the release date, but whatever. But you don't even know what's can't happening complain. in it. Yeah, you can't. You don't even know what's know, happening still, with cat dog. It's just like, I don't know. That was a moment. I didn't need another moment from that. All I needed was a release date. And you got it. Yep. So shove it. October All 25th, right. 2016, October 25th. Uh, I have October 26th. Are you sure it's 25th? I, th- I mean, I will. I have it as 25th, but let's look at the let's look at the calendar. Let's do it. Let's open up a calendar and go over it. Later than I expect. 25th is a Tuesday, so that's probably it then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought maybe August, September. So not too far off. Yeah, but it is where we said not to put it. Yeah, I don't know that it's a wise move to put it there, but they have to put something there. So Gran Turismo obviously going to be a big seller. It's going to sell millions of copies, but not certainly not the resonance that they need. Um, for maybe non-driving fan core gamers, sure. Um, and they can't go. A, parties, they can't though. go another fall. But you have to understand, they've gone every fall without since launch when they had first-party games with nothing every year. They had to put something there, and well, I think, and I think that that you know Horizon was supposed to be that game, just like Uncharted was supposed to be that game last year. Sure. So um, yeah, oh, Last Guardian, I'll be interested in. I don't you know I'm. I'll care about it when I'm playing. Exactly. It. Expectations are tempered at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm uh, believe it when I see it. I'm excited for it. Next up was Horizon. Uh, a nice long demo. Uh, looks like Ashley Birch is going to be the voice actress for what was the name again? Aloy. Aloy. Uh, sounds just like she does in Life is Strange, which is great. But the game looked rad as always, right, Carl? Yeah. Yeah, the game looks great. Uh, they showed the systems. This is exactly what I said they needed to show, which was how does the game function as a role-playing game? So we saw the map. Um, we saw, you know, we can fr- probably freeze frame it and look at it when we have time, which we won't have time tonight, but look at, you know, the, the menus and figure out the crafting and all these kinds of things. There's a quest, lo- a line of quests that we didn't really get to look at. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to be seen in Horizon. Uh, I will double down on saying that if executed properly, Horizon will be the next big IP from Sony um, and will turn into a great franchise um, if they just execute it properly and then get all cylinders going to get these games out every two and a half years or so. Um, I was I, sorry, go ahead. I, I, was, I was just going to say like I'm just I'm I continue to be really impressed with what Gorilla's done yep. with this game and I I really do love the the resonance of uh, or at least should say the dissonance of having the, this post apocalyptic world where everyone's reverted back to like like the, the Stone Age basically mm. with these machines running around I just think it's fucking cool it doesn't make sense and I like it and I really just I got excited actually watching it about the things where we're not going to see obviously until we play the game the big secrets in it which is probably like where these machines come from how they're being built and maintained, all these kinds of things. I think there's a huge, really deep story here mm-hmm. underlying all the lore. Yeah, we talked about it a bit when we were doing our trailer breakdown, but uh, at the end of that trailer, we saw the kind of like uh, that door looking thing that she walks into. It's like there's there's so much we don't know about this yep. game, the world, and it's going to be so awesome. I did like how she like they like re- they they understand technology in a, in a sense, like how she reprogrammed the uh, the mount. Yeah, by like stabbing in the head. Well, yeah, like, you, it's they, pretty they, cool. They're like, growing up with these things right. being animals in the world. Yeah, I like that. I love seeing the conversation wheel pop up. Very, you know, like Gorilla saying, "Yes, this is an RPG." Like you've been mm-hmm. trained in Mass Effect or in Witcher. You're in there. You're making your choices. I like too when she was fighting the giant creature there at the end. When in their battle, it threw something. She dodged behind a house, and the house just blew up, got destroyed. Like so, that's cool that the environments are going to be destructible. Yeah. Maybe not everywhere, of course, but at least a little bit. Uh, after that, we saw Detroit which came as a huge shock to me. I had totally forgotten how 
Heavy Rain was set up and was totally moving with a Beyond Two Souls approach of I was going to be playing his car this entire time. And then we get introduced to this new character, Connor. Yeah, which is cool. He's yeah. a, he is an AI, uh, like, and that's cool because we want to see what that's all about. But he work, seems to work for the humans. Yeah. Um, and so that's it, it's interesting. And I like Quantic Dream games can be a little deep and a little frustrating for people to understand, I think, especially with Beyond Two Souls, because I, fi- I found Beyond Two Souls to be a little nonsensical, even as a Quantic Dream fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like the, the, the trailer without David Cage being on stage to talk about how artsy, fartsy it is or whatever. Um, and by the way, props to them for not bringing any of the devs out because not because we don't love them, but because it's just a different look. Um, it yeah, was the games cool. all it, spoke for themselves. Yeah, them. it was cool. The trailer totally. That was the, be- the most effective trailer to tell you what the game was about and how the game was going to flow. And I thought that that was really cool. Um, and it was also heartbreaking, which is something you expect from Quantic Dream to just pull at your heartstrings and kind of ruin your day. And, <laughs> and at the end of the trailer, obviously, the, the AI gives up and, and they still kill him or whatever. And, and Well, then we get to see the millions of different ways it could play out. Right, though, but, yeah. that, but, at the, but at the, yeah, um, I like that they ended with that on that note. Sure, sure, very, sure. Very fitting yeah, note. after taking the girl down with him originally. That trailer is, uh, I think, probably my favorite trailer I saw so far at E3 in terms of I was not excited for that game at all and I didn't think anything could make me excited for it and now I want to play it right now. Yeah, that so and that was the thing. Really that was one of my predictions. I was really hoping when it faded away from the logo we were going to get the date and we mm. didn't. But, okay, I'll be alright. Yeah, no, I, I'm still excited about it. I, I'm a little hesitant about the, the, how the story is being told because how how much can you do with that? You know, with the this many different variations happening? Like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, did you? I forget, did you ever play Heavy Rain? No. I mean, that was Heavy Rain's bread and butter. And the fact that that game had, what was it, 23, 22 different endings that you had to play through to get the platinum and how different it played out and mm. the choices that did. I mean, you're always, you're still getting to one or the other probably, right? You're going to get to, he falls over, he shoots you, the girl, you know, there's, there's, I'm sure only a f- certain number to that thing, but the way you get there, just like Walking Dead is going to matter quite a bit, mm, I bet. Mm. This looks awesome. It super does. Sold. It does. Yeah, I'm super. And then we got into VR. We finally, oh we, we, we were wondering if they're going to do VR and then they put up before Kitchen and I was like. Oh yeah, kitchen that horror demo we did back in the day at Comic Con. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I remember it. It was know. a VR experience thing. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a so demo. You thought. Yeah, it was a demo we were never going to do. I forget who. I think I retweeted it. Uh, another journal or somebody in the industry that goes, "Be honest, how many of you spotted the seven? And when you go look at the kitchen logo, it has the seven, just like Resident <laughs> Evil Seven has in there. The way they put it, I'm like, fuck, They're that's good. brilliant. Like, good. Resident um, Evil also, Seven. God damn. Update now. Yeah. Resident Evil 7 demo going live tonight. Who? Yeah, it's up for PlayStation Plus apparently right now. You can go download it. Um, That's crazy. uh, I like, you know, and we were talking about this that I thought that they should. It's funny that this came up because I remember a while ago I was like, they should call it Biohazard. Yeah, and to like reboot the franchise, and they're calling Resident Evil Seven colon Biohazard, which I think is cool. I, 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 that's what they they couldn't call it Biohazard here because of of trademark reasons. That's why it's called Resident Evil in the West. It's called Biohazard in Japan, and I think that. That's a nice little way to cross, finally cross those streams, wherever and get yeah. back on the track. That maybe like to unify, even though the games are the same, to unify kind of the fan bases or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting um, that they have the seven though. And I, but I now now that they did it, I think it was a smart move because if it was Resident Evil Biohazard, then it, it would feel like oh, is this like a spinoff thing? Like you know, like the Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles, Resident Evil um, whatever the hell the the shooter one one's called. But I think the Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. That's like no, this is this is the real one. You know. Yeah, this is cool. So yeah, it's not only so to be clear, this isn't a PSVR exclusive or a PlayStation Four exclusive. Mm-hmm. It is coming to Xbox One and PC, um, and it'll be available January twenty fourth. So soon. So the game's been in development for a long time, which is obvious now that you think about the kitchen demo. Very clever. Um, 
interesting too a move by Capcom kind of uh, copying Konami's uh, the zeitgeist of what Konami was trying to do with PT, PT. Yeah. Um, which I think is clever oh, yeah. it's going to be interesting because it, you know it's playable on console but the entire thing is playable in VR they said and it seems like every time I talk to a developer about VR they talk about how it needs to be built from the ground up for VR for it to make sense as a VR game and be good as a VR mm -hmm. game so it'll be fascinating to see how that all plays out in the end uh, from there we got the normal rigmarole here of the IKS reiterating PlayStation VR 399 US dollars out October 13th. Day before my birthday. Happy birthday, Colin. Happy birthday, Colin. Yeah. Already paid for. Very excited. 50 plus games before the end of the year, which we kind of knew. Then they showed Fairpoint from Impulse Gear, which I, point. I fucked it up. Uh, which looks cool. Yeah, Fairpoint. Which looks cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That looks like a full game. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. We actually saw a game that looked like a full game and Resident Evil is a full game. And that's been the whole thing with PlayStation VR is when are we going to get the experiences that aren't, aren't just these little arcade demos that we play wherever yeah. we go. Dude, yeah. They sold PSVRs tonight. Yeah. Like their showcase of this was like, this is exactly what they needed to do. It was a nice tie into the EA presentation when they did show at DICE someone doing an X-Wing yep. thing with it. And we're like, what is that? And here we go. Here there's we a, go. there's a PSVR oh mission. So don't get your hopes up too high. Don't whatever. Think. That's I mean, hey, I'm just saying a PSVR mission is coming at the, the PSVR event that we went to when they announced the release date and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, to see it. I'm like, oh, my God, it looked awesome. Exactly right? yeah, what yeah. I wanted to be. That's going to be mm -hmm. so much fun for the hour at last. <laughs> but it's going to be amazing. And like that's the type of shit that you show your friends. That's yeah. the type of shit that sells the system to show off to people, you know? Yeah. Then the move into Batman Arkham VR. Whatever I'm sure that that's going to be weird. I, I, it's like, I, that is like, so when they started the Mark Hamill and I was like, wait, and then it was Joker and I was like, huh? And then I was like, okay. And it is PlayStation VR exclusive. I'm like, I'm sure that is a 15 minute experience and I'm sure it's not fucking awesome. But, then, but I but hope that's it's cool, fucking though. Awesome. I like that they're making 15 minute experiences that aren't uh, Gary the goal. You know? Yeah. Here's yeah. Yeah. A yeah. Random thing where you're a seagull. It's like, no, you're Batman or here's Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. That was our um, next VR one. Yeah. Experience. Final Fantasy 15 came out again. Then it's a VR experience. You play as Prompto. Mm -hmm. Are you excited about that? I mean, that, that looks fine. We got to be in that car with that girl. Yeah. Listen to that Final Same. Fantasy radio. Pretty excited about that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars is the, the star of the show, though, for me. For you. For okay. All the VR stuff. Okay. Um, but I thought it was a little weird because then it was Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah. But there, there wasn't really a segue from the VR to that. Is that VR as well? No. So they just, <laughs> I think they just expected you. There, to I don't pick think there's any on. way that that could run in VR. Yeah, I think it's just they. Hey, this is Call of Duty. Yeah, but it looks cool. Whole, maybe, it, maybe it was. Maybe it was in VR. I don't know. But the, the uh, like I, spaceship part. I thought it. I thought it was in VR at first until like it went on and on, and then it became a Call of Duty game. And I'm like, I don't see that. I don't see my Activision. Yeah, once they got the resources in, to do this, yeah, yeah. it could work. But I, I thought. I mean, I was so sold on it when they were in the the spaceship going around doing the space fight, and then <laughs> they were in space, kind of hovering around. I was like, oh, that's such a smart use of VR because you're body's not moving you don't need to use your legs you're just kind of floating around using the grapple hook yeah yeah so, i don't know no i would have been cool I, you know after all the hullabaloo of uh the reveal of call of duty infinite or whatever actually seeing it there actually going through and watching it is like oh this looks like fun i would want to play this i would want to be in space shooting things and kneecapping fools and punching out their face masks and watch them suffocate slowly in space that's what i like kevin mm. can't judge me for it you know what i'm saying you can't no and then tim yeah your moment came. It happened. They did the same thing with the music. They played the Crash Bandicoot theme song with an orchestra, Greg. I saw the steel drums. I told y'all, motherfuckers. Told y'all. And it happened. Yeah. It happened. I predicted. My prediction was right, and I'm happy about that. They get The Skylanders thing happened. Whatever. Cool. Now there's a Crash toy out there. Crash is there. Fine. I don't even care about that. This means that Sony and Activision are playing nice with Crash, which only bodes well for the future. And honestly, here's the thing. There's going to be a whole bunch of people like, this isn't it. There's not a new Crash game. I don't give a shit. I don't care about that. We're well, remastering Crash 1, 2, and 3. Great. That's what I want. 
Give me the good ones. Give me them back. Give mm-hmm. me them better. Mm-hmm. Give me them updated. Give me them on the Vita. Not going to happen, but... <laughs> I'm happy about this because great. Now I get to play these games on a PlayStation 4. Yeah. They're going to look better. Hopefully play better. I can play them on a the controller on a PS4 controller. Yeah. Hell yeah. I am so stoked about this. And this is just getting Crash back to give him a chance. Yeah. Well, that was what I was going to say was that this wasn't. I mean, I think it was obvious that we weren't going to get a new Crash game because I just don't see Activision doing that. This is the way you can get Activision to make a Crash game, though. Uh, if you if you really want to get a crash game then you must support them when they release uh, this col- this HD collection oh um, if it sells well and then 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 the, the, the seeds will be set you know sown to, to give you a new crash bandicoot game and I think that is the intent we're getting um, a remaster of ps1 games like this is so unlikely a couple when we were on a, when I was on PS I love you on the predictions episode yeah. a couple weeks ago this was the thing I was like I want them to do this but they're never gonna do that I thought a, a new crash game was way more likely than one two and three being remastered for PlayStation 4 yeah hell yeah Hell yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Then they showed the Lego Star Wars trailer. Okay. That was the only part of this conference where I was like, I love Lego as much as the next guy. Yeah. I don't really need this. Demo it's go- out it's going on a bit long. Yeah, then the demos out now. It's like, all right, cool. But it's also, have you played a Lego game in the last 15 years? There you go. That's what it is. And then the big one, Hideo Kojima, walking down his little light up yellow brick road. He walked too quick. I was disappointed in him walking too quick. I mean, he, he, he didn't soak the moment up. But then he just got down there and goes, I'm back. <laughs> that was great. That was yeah. awesome. Uh, holy shit. Uh, I had no idea what the hell. Is it Death Stranding or Death Standing? It's Death Stranding. All right, good. That's what I got written down, but I can never trust myself. Um, yeah, it looks cool. This game does not exist. I fully believe that. You know, I know it's running an engine, but, you know, don't get your hopes up that this game's anytime soon. I not still think close, this is yeah. 2020, maybe 2019. Um, but uh, it's cool that they were here. I was surprised by that. I don't like people announcing games this early now this is going to just throw this out there and everyone's going to wonder every fucking year where this game is yeah, I, don't, I, I just don't know that that was I a necessary it. move nonetheless it was just icing on a cake I don't think it was necessary that's a move you make when you look at your portfolio and you're like well the fuck are we supposed to do yeah. you bring on Hideo Kojima but I so the fact that they buried that in the conference and had that there I was like that was cool but you might even be able to save that until next year and been totally fine sure no. but you still want to capitalize on some of it right in terms of the fact that it's still such a big deal that they got Kojima it's such a big deal that PT got killed and everybody wanted that Norman Reedus collab and then he's putting up photos of it and are they really back together and da-da. now we just got to get Guillermo del Toro back on it's all we need because remember this is one of the things Colin poo pooed this prediction when I was like oh he's gonna work with Reedus again right away and you're like no I won't and here well, we I are. just thought that you're kind of tempting the, the, the litigious fates by making things a little too similar because Konami obviously is a crazy company well uh, now but, Konami's looking at it like, well he didn't have floating men and dead sea creatures and Norman Reedus with an umbilical cord to an invisible baby <laughs> so like you know you have to look at it as a situation that you know I mean just the way game development works that you know, they're probably in pre-production or just getting into production now. Yeah. So you're not going to see this game in 2018. I think 2019 is the soonest that you would see it, but even um, then, that's but even fast then I, think it's, I think it's really fast, especially for Kojima's game. And yeah. I think that Sony's going to give him all the time that he needs because the game's going to sell millions of copies and, and probably be a masterpiece. So, um, you know, give him all the time he needs. I just think it's a little premature to even talk about the game's title. But it's cool that there's an idea, more fleshed out idea than I think Kojima and uh, the rest of the people have been kind letting, of letting on. on. Yeah, um, because it seemed like, and I think he was when he was going around the world, he was looking for an engine, he was looking for in search of new technology, as he as he said, which is the funniest Very thing I've ever heard. Famously said, yes, of course. So um, there's that, and then of course it ended. Really, the announcements ended with uh, with Spider Man. Yes, um, yes, brother. Now, oh God, <laughs> you noticed that this was conspicuously absent from. Our predictions. Sure, this is one of the ones we, that we've known about forever. Yeah, we've known about this. So that's why. So that's why we didn't. So that's why we didn't say anything about it. Um, and I always tell people that you can read into what we know by looking at our predictions and what's missing because we like to play fair. <laughs> unlike a certain someone who founded Podcast Beyond back in the day. 
So, uh, yeah, Insomniac developing Spider-Man, to be clear, it is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Yep. Um, and uh, it looks fucking great. Here's a question for you, Tim. Because yeah. you are, you know that I'm the DC fanboy. Uh-huh. You know that I love Spider-Man. Yeah. But you're the D- I'm the DC fanboy. The suit he's wearing. Original? Is that a tie into anything? It looks original. I mean, it looks closest to the new Marvel MCU suit. Because it has the kind of, like, black... Oh, and his eyes were doing like the retraction thing. thing Yeah, as far as I know, I can't think of any Spider-Man suit that resembles this at all besides the Civil War one. I I was thinking, uh, wasn't there a cosmic Spider-Man that had a white? Or am I thinking of white with a blue symbol or whatever? I'm trying to think of like, what is a white? Bazillion Spider-Man, especially now with the Spider-Verse stuff. Sure, sure, sure. In terms of Peter Parker, Spider-Man in New York doing this whole thing, like this isn't any of the mainline Spider-Man. Cool, just making sure I wasn't missing anything. I I know, but I mean, man, that trailer looked awesome. So Insomniac. Yeah, not sucker not punch. sucker punch. Sucker punch still out in the wilds of Bellevue, Washington. What are they doing? Who knows? Bellevue. Bellevue is what I meant to say. As always, Colin wants to nitpick me. But I anybody, you were, anybody I says you were, anything about Colin, I thought you were being like you're trying to make a little joke. So I was trying to play into it. I just didn't know that you were. You I'm were, tired. You're just being a little. I'm out of gas. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, this is a this is the really one of the games we knew about. It's cool to to see it moving forward. Um, it's funny that it is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. You would not expect that, but obviously Activision no longer having or having relinquished the, pu- the publishing rights to these Spider-Man games. It looks like we're going to finally get a great Spider-Man game for the first time in a long time. And this is what I'm talking about with what I love about what Marvel is doing. Great. Let's take all of our license back for these video games and let's not try to make them internally. Let's not try to make all the money ourselves. Let's go partner with people who can make amazing oh, fucking man. games. And you want to, I mean, like you want to go talk about a game or a company that makes amazing games. It's Insomniac, let alone, I mean, everything they must have learned from Sunset Overdrive in terms of flowing around the city, how to make something like that work, get out there and have that freedom of movement. Not that, you know, because I mean, resistance wasn't that ratchet. You're grounded for the most part, too, unless you get a special, you know, your hover pack or whatever. Right. To get out there and take some of the lessons learned as a studio and apply them. Absolutely. And I think it's weird, you know, like for everyone that knows Activision had been publishing, you know, had the rights to publish Spider-Man games forever. Yeah. Um, So it's going to be interesting just to get a different energy going in there as well. Some different, different studio involved. Um, and obviously it's, con- it's, it's, uh, congruent with the movie publishing going with Sony as well. So obviously that's how that all probably worked out in the back end. Um, but I think that it, it looks really cool. I mean, we saw a little taste of it. I'm sure that's, uh, what Insomniac worked on, learned on Sunset Overdrive is going to be, um, found in this game as well. Damn, and there's nothing wrong with that. Such a good, oh my God. That's the thing with Sunset Overdrive. Everybody compares it to the Tony Hawk games in terms of like the motion and how you, how you move around and stuff and never stop making Tony Hawk never stop making the last really good Spider-Man games mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah we got Spider-Man 2 and the, the movie tie-ins and stuff in the PS2 generation that were great games but the best part of those were flying around New York and this looks like it has the flying around New York with the kind of fun awesomeness of the never soft games together yeah oh I mean the one thing you know First glance, right? It's he lands on that thing, tears the guy out of the sunroof, and I was like, "That looks awesome." But I also know how many Spider-Man games you do that fifteen fucking thousand times, and you get really bored with it by the end. So hopefully they work their way around it. But if there's a studio who can crack that nut, it's Insomniac. Him running through the uh, that like bar looking thing or like the yes. cafe looking yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Oh looked, my yeah, god, yeah, that, that looks so like from awesome. Spider-Man Two, right? It looked from Spider-Man Two when Doc Ock knocks on the wall and yeah. Peter takes off oh. his glasses and drops them. Yes. Looked awesome. Um, so obviously the notable. By the way, th- to say the conference ended with de- uh, with Dead or Right with uh, Days Gone, yeah. which I think is weird. Uh, they should have just done that when they revealed the game. Uh, maybe tighten that up a little bit. Sure. But uh, I feel like um, the things that were absent should be notable as well. I already said Gran Turismo wasn't there. We knew, you know, some people were up in arms that PS4.5 or PS4K or Neo wasn't there. Yeah. Sony said that it wasn't going to be there. I mean, they said that days ago. Um, so that was not a surprise at all. 
Um, if you had been reading all that coverage, uh, Andrew House gave an interview with Financial Times saying that it was real, the Neo is real, and that it will not be at the, at the show. And I do think that is because it's going back to the drawing board, although that's unconfirmed. Um, because the the uh, Scorpio Project Scorpio is actually with leaked specs, uh, purportedly way more powerful. So, so I mean, um, oh, leaked specs for PS4, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, like significantly more powerful than the leaked specs for the PS4K, okay? and I think that that might have them be like, all right, we need to uh, go away now and sure. fi- fix this. Um, maybe not expecting that Microsoft was going to be doing that. Um, Vita, uh, not a huge surprise, I guess, not mentioned a single time. Um, but in a press conference like this, I guess not a huge surprise. It's like kind of like gunshot, gunshot, gunshot kind of approach that they were doing. Sure. Where there was no room for Vita. Very sad, of course. Um, Wait but for I, PSX, you imagine. But I didn't, you know, and then, of course, the question is, what are some of these studios working on? A lot of people are curious what Sucker Punch is working on too soon. Um, you know, there are other studios that are working on things that we don't know what they're doing either. So, um, you know, only PS4 exclusives that I could think of that, like, weren't showcased necessarily was maybe like... Um, uh, Gravity Days or Gravity Rush Two, sure, um, and a couple others, but it seemed like everything that needed to be there was there. Both the announcements and the games that already we already also knew they about. listened to us. Didn't show No Man's Sky, No Man's Two, Don't Show No Man's Sky. Which is a great, um, not even in the little like sizzle thingy. At the no, end. yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we thought of that there PlayStation press conference. Uh, before we cut it, I want to go through and just read a couple of the tips here. I know this is for PS. I love you, so it gets all weird, but I want to make sure they get read. I'm cutting off the ones that came beforehand, so there's nothing there. All right. Tim, yeah, this one's for you. Bandicoot says, "Oh my God, Tim, we did it. The we Bandicoot it. is saved. We Resident Evil Seven and Crash Remastered, best E three ever. I couldn't thank you guys enough for the live coverage and reactions. You are the absolute best." This really happened. Fuck yeah, man. Datnade zero one two says, "Amazing. I'm an Xbox guy, and Sony just had the best conference I've ever seen. They let the games do all the talking. Fantastic. That's the one thing I think can't be stressed enough is the fact that they're like, cool. I'm Sean. Here are a million games." Cool. Hey, one more thing. All right, cool. Game, game, game. Just millions and millions of things. They didn't have to get out there. They didn't have to slow it down. They didn't have to wheel out a couch to sit down and interview people on. They just let it fucking go. Uh, Justin T. Mars says, thank you, Colin, for putting this whole E3 together. Hope this is successful. It's kind of funny live, too. Tim, what will you do if they announce the cooter? Oh, this is after. This is actually one of the ones that slipped by. We saw what would happen if they (laughs) bandicoot. He jumps up. He freaks out. Uh... Wait, what? Oh, fuck no. Says, in honor of the fantastic conference we just witnessed, can you guys please do a hail Shuhei? Thanks. And I like you guys, but I love only love Kevin. Oh. Do you want to do your little prayer? No. No? You're not going to do the prayer no. for anybody? Okay, fine. Um, Sire says, you guys said the portfolio management is the most important aspect. 90% of those PlayStation 4 games didn't have release dates. Most of those are at least 2018 games. Isn't that a factor? I disagree. I, think I don't think most everything we saw is a 2017 game, actually. So, I, I mean, looking at... let me. I mean, let me look again. Uh, God of War is going to be a 20, uh, uh, 2017 game. Days Gone is going to be a 2017 game. Last Guardian is coming out this year. Horizon is going to come out early next year. Detroit's coming out next year. Um, mm. I mean, I just don't see any of these games being 2018 games. I can see Detroit slipping. You thought Detroit was going to come out this year. Now you see it sleeping, slipping a whole calendar year. I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, do, would it surprise you with Quantic Dream? I'm just putting it no, out there. No, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, I don't this think... This is the same reaction he had when I said Horizon was going to get delayed at the beginning of the year. But I don't... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think uh, I don't think that we're that far out. Remember the, the principle of the, the 18-month window. I think, that, I think that... I think this is a scientific principle that I came up with about E3 press conferences. You don't announce games or show games more than 18 months out. They broke that with Kojima's game, but I don't think they broke it with anything else. Final tip, JWorks13 says, great job, guys. You made this day memorable. I know you must be exhausted, but your passion is much appreciated. Oh, thank you. Thank you, JWorks13. And thank you all for watching this day of live coverage and this live PS I Love You XOXO. Remember, 
Peace. I love you. XOXO is kind of funny.com's PlayStation podcast. What? I said happening. It is happening too. Before you end though. Yeah. I mean, they're still talking room. What do you want to say? I don't know. Something maybe about an ad or something. Yeah, I'm not done done. Okay. I mean, do you want me to do that right now? I don't know. I feel like you should do it before the outro. Oh my God. You don't even know the outro for the show is. You don't even know how it's going to go. Sound like you're going into it though. I have a million things. Here's an ad for you because Tim's over here making sure we keep the fucking lights on. And hey, we got a studio and now we got to pay for it all the time. Hey, do you guys love books? But fine, you never have time to read them. Well, audible.com is the perfect solution. Get audio books and listen to those books you've been meaning to read while on the go at the gym. Nope. During your commute. Live down the hallway. Audible.com provides over 250,000 titles from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine, and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Their app is free and works on iPhones, iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. And... Unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you own your books. So you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone. Audible.com also has the great listen guarantee. If you decide you don't like a book you choose, no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime. No questions asked. And just for our listeners, Audible.com is offering a free 30-day trial membership. Go to Audible.com slash PS today to start your free trial. Again, show your support for PS I Love You XOXO and get a free 30-day trial at Audible.com slash PS. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been PS I Love You XOXO E3 2016 PlayStation Extravaganza. Remember... Peace, I love you, XOXO, is KindOfFunny.com's PlayStation podcast. So go there, subscribe to the channels, subscribe to Twitch if you're right here. Follow us. Don't even subscribe. Just click the follow button. You'll know when we go live, like we do with Connor Greg Live. Pick up the show each and every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time when we put it live on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames and podcast services around the globe. Every episode of PS I Love You, XOXO, ends in a song and a segment we call Singing to Shuhei. This is where one of you talented listeners goes to KindOfFunny.com slash PSM for music. And puts a song in there as a SoundCloud link and a YouTube link. And then we put it all in the things. Of course, today's not a normal show. So, Kevin, please turn on your mic and sing until you cut the feed. No. Kevin!